Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So new audio has come out confirming that Hunter Biden many times was giving 50% of his income to the vice president of the United States of America, Joe Biden, who's now the president of the United States of America. What is the White House doing in response to this breaking news? They're now attacking oil companies to try to cover it all up. Now, the president of the United States of America has now come out attacking oil executives and Biden telling these oil refiners, you better produce more gas and you better have fewer profits. Biden is chastising the oil oil industry over the fuel costs and demanding that they get in line and give us cheaper gas. CNBC reacting to this, and then I'm going to get back to this shocking news with Hunter Biden uh, giving 50% of his income to his father. But this is the play from the White House now to try to overshadow this new breaking news. And listen to what Jim Cramer had to say on CNBC about Biden's new assault on the oil industry and the company CEOs. What's worrisome to me is the president, our president, our president's reaction is to send a letter to the oil companies saying you're making too much money. And that is harks back to an era of Jimmy Carter and the Jimmy Carter. You know, we have windfall tax. I mean, it's all the things that just say don't own stocks, 
just don't own them. I mean, the president uniquely rebuffed the oil companies who wanted to produce more and instead is going to go to Saudi Arabia, which he called a pariah and a murderous state. Well, and in return, we had this letter from the API to the White House, say, offering 10 steps you can do right now, uh, which largely, I don't know, Jim, uh, loosen federal land restrictions, right. uh, reduce disclosure uh, requirements, accelerate permitting, stuff we've talked about for Right, decades. but his base would just have a fit. Uh, his green base would have a fit if they did that. He's made it actually harder to cite pipelines in the last three months than they were before. It's a longer period uh, where you can fight pipelines. Um, there is this element, though, that uh, climate change is a real threat and that there are people who believe that to be the case. And even more so that the industry itself does need, is positioning itself for a time when most vehicles are going to be electric. Well, I think And therefore, gasoline is not longer, no longer going to be... Um, used anywhere near the amount it is now. Right, but then and that again, goes to the refining capacity side where Mike Worth says, basically, why would anybody build another refinery why in the United lines, States? Yeah. It's a 10-year period to get yeah. paid back, and in 10 years, how many vehicles on the road are going to be electric? Right, that's why Lyondale's selling its refinery. David, Exxon's expanding its refinery capacity, and the president's picking on Exxon. Yeah, and Exxon has, I mean, one of the largest refinery footprints. Yeah, in the they're country. building more and they're also producing more. Yes, I mean, the they president are. said, Exxon, you got to produce more. What are you doing? Well, they're, they're, they are producing they, they more. They really fact, jacked we... up their cash. Now, I wanted you to hear this entire conversation from Jim Cramer, and the reason is clear. They're having enough of this political BS from the president. You send out this scathing letter rebuking the oil companies. It's exactly what Jimmy Carter did in the late 70s, which destroyed this country and our economy, which gave us Ronald Reagan. And, and when Jim Cramer says Biden's worrisome letter rebuking oil companies, uh, it, it harks back to the Jimmy Carter era. He is absolutely right. But there's a timing issue here. And the timing is why is this happening now? I want to explain that to you. In just a moment, but before I get to that, I want to tell you real quick about our good friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. If you've been paying attention, you've seen the stock market that is in bear territory. We're headed into a recession, and that's why the stock market is plummeting. Now, many economists are predicting now, unfortunately, this is actually just the beginning, and we could see a market pull back well into 2023. Now, when this happens, there is going to be tremendous losses, and there already have been for many Americans in their portfolios. Well, there's been one historical answer to this, gold and precious metals. In the 08 crash, when the markets dipped, gold went up, and that's what we're seeing right now. Legacy Precious Metals is a company that I use and I trust when investing in gold and precious metals, and they can advise you on whether gold is right for you right now. So whether it becomes a part of your retirement account or having physical metals shipped to you, you need to call them and get in touch with the experts so that you can protect your hard-earned dollars. Call them 1-866-751-2218. That's 1-866-751-2218. Or you can download right now uh, the gold guide, the comprehensive gold guide at LegacyPMInvestments, LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right, now let me get back to explaining to you the timing of all of this. It is because the media now is starting to think real long and hard about Joe Biden as a liability that cannot be rehabilitated. That's probably the best way I can put it. CNN is starting to ask questions now about the f 
uh, about the cognitive decline, about the fitness of Joe Biden to be the president, not just now, but certainly in 2024. They're asking these questions because we now have reporting coming out from the Hill, for example. And this is what they're saying about text messages showing Hunter Biden gave Joe Biden half his salary with the Biden crime family. Listen to this. Over the weekend, we learned that Hunter's lucrative business dealings often included giving as much as 50 percent of his earnings to his dad, President Joe Biden, according to text messages on the old laptop. The text read, quote, I hope you all can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. Hunter allegedly said to his daughter Naomi in 2019, quote, it's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half your salary. Pop is in reference to the president. Now, this is not new news to many of you if you've been listening to this show. But the media is now covering this. Hunter Biden said, and we've known this for a very long time now, in his own words, in his own text messages from his own laptop, that 50%, okay, 50% of the salary was going to the big guy, right? To Pops. 50% gave half his salary, and that's what the Hill's saying right now. Hunter Biden frequently covered family expenses, text messages reveal. This is not something new, but they're acting like it is new. It is actually not new. They're just now reporting it. And so the White House has gotten themselves in a really bad spot. What do we do now? Well, the easiest thing to do is attack the oil industry. The Associated Press playing into Biden by reading you this headline. Biden tells oil refiners refiners produce more gas and fewer profits as he goes to Saudi Arabia to beg for more oil ahead of the midterms. President Biden on Wednesday called on U.S. oil refiners to produce more gasoline and diesel, saying their profits have tripled during a time of war between Russia and Ukraine. Still trying to blame this on Vladimir Putin. That's how stupid he is. As Americans struggle with high record gas prices at the pump, quote, the crunch that families are facing deserves immediate action. Biden wrote in the letter to seven oil refiners. Your companies need to work with my administration to bring forward concrete near term solutions that address the crisis. Gas prices nationwide are averaging five dollars a gallon. It's a massive economic burden for the American people and a political threat for the president's fellow Democrats going up against Republicans in the midterm elections. Broader inflation began to rise last year and the U.S. economy recovered as the U.S. economy, quote, recovered from coronavirus pandemic. But it accelerated in recent months as energy and food prices have climbed. The AP says, quote, after Russia invaded Ukraine in February and disrupted global commodities markets. They're still giving this guy a bailout at the AP. That's not hardcore news. That is propaganda from the government that I just read to you. The government reported on Friday that consumer prices had jumped 8.6% from a year ago, the worst increase in more than 40 years. The letter notes that gas prices were averaging $4.25 a gallon, $4.25, which is extremely high, when oil was last near the current price of $120 a barrel in March. That 75 cent difference in average gas prices, a matter of uh, of just a few months, reflects both a shortage of refinery capacity and profits that are currently at their highest levels ever recorded. The letter states from the White House, the American Petroleum Institute, which represents the industry, said in statements that capacity has been diminished as the Biden administration 
has actually sought to move away from fossil fuels as part of their climate change agenda. Quote, while we appreciate the opportunity to open increased dialogue with the White House, the administration's misguided policy agenda shifting away from domestic oil and natural gas has compounded the inflationary pressures and added headwinds to companies' daily efforts to meet growing energy needs. While reducing emissions, the API CEO said in a statement responding to the White House's attack. Summers added, I reinforced in a letter to President Joe Biden and his cabinet yesterday, 10 meaningful policy actions to ultimately alleviate pain at the pump and strengthen national security, including approving critical energy infrastructure, increasing access to capital, holding energy lease sales, among other urgent priorities, which obviously the White House does not want any of this. Now, there's another part of this uh, that I want to put on your radar screen real quick. That you need to be very careful to not fall for this. OK, and joining me in a few minutes to talk about this is going to be U.S. Senator Bill Haggerty, former ambassador, guy that knows a lot about the oil and gas industry. And I'm going to ask him about this. But there is a new push by Democrats to get rid of state sales tax on gasoline diesel and unleaded they want to do that to do to quote give you relief at the pump now you you got to understand this is going to come with a price let me explain what i mean by this it many democrats are saying they want a three or four month moratorium on this tax if you look at it right now we're midway through june so midway through july august september october november we're five months away from the midterm elections if you can drop, depending on what state you're in, the state sales tax by 27 to 35, 40 cents, 43 cents, depending on where you are in the country, that is significant. But that costs you something. It costs you decent roads. I wouldn't even say good roads in this country. I would say it costs you average roads. That money is actually spent on fixing infrastructure and moving and advancing infrastructure. Like, that's what that money's actually meant for. So if you take all this money for three, four, five months, uh, you know, and put it back in the hands of the American people, that means that you're going to give them back bad roads, number one. Number two, it doesn't actually fix the problem with the actual price of gas because this is an add-on to the price of gas. So you're not fixing the problem. And Democrats are now advocating for this, and the reason why is simple. They want to have a better chance of getting elected in November. That's all it boils down to for them. So if we go along with this, this instant gratification is going to give you roads that are worse than they already are. You're going to give Democrats a better chance to get elected in November, and nothing actually changed with energy policy because this is a tax issue. It's not lowering the price of gas. The gas price still stays the same. It's the tax that disappears. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets 
which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to four, that's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to fourpatriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years. And in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The reason why this administration is doing this is because they know that the media will cover for them by and large. And they know that they are now starting to lose this country. How do we know this? For the last three weeks in a row, Joe Biden's approval rating has hit new all-time lows. Three weeks in a row. The financial community, seeing what's happening right now in the marketplace, clearly not buying this crap from this administration anymore. That's why Jim Cramer was among those criticizing Biden's, uh, you know, letter to these oil companies regarding gas prices, saying that this is this harkens back to former President Jimmy Carter in the 1970s, which is exactly where we are headed. 
Now, while all this is happening, there's breaking news happening on Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, and it is being reported around the world. Hunter Biden's business partner, Eric Swearin, handled almost every aspect of finances. The X to Joe Biden or Hunter Biden just said as well in her new book. Hunter Biden's longtime business partner, Eric Swearin, handled almost every aspect of the family's financial affairs. The disgraced son's first ex-wife has revealed. Kathleen wrote about her tumultuous 24-year marriage in this memoir. If we break a memoir of marriage, addiction, and healing, she recalled an encounter with Swearin at a cocktail party in the Dominican Republic. Quote, after meeting a few guests, Hunter was introduced to more men, and I walked away. I sat in a seat in the corner of the room with Hunter's business partner, Eric. By now, Eric had managed almost every aspect of our financial lives, so our relationship was an awkward one. One born out of mutual need, perhaps, but I trusted him, she continued. The revelation sheds new light on the relationship between Swearin and Hunter Biden, who is under federal investigation for possible tax fraud stemming from his overseas business dealings. The Post, in a series of reports in October of 2020, detailed President Biden's younger son's business dealings in Ukraine, as well as China and Russia, based on documents and information found from Hunter Biden. So in other words, Hunter Biden is the source of the Hunter Biden news today. It was all found on the laptop that he left behind at that computer repair shop in Delaware. While Swearin has not been charged with any crimes, House Republicans want him to turn over documents that they believe link the president directly to the business relationships of the son. Swearin, who was president of Rosemont Seneca Partners, an investment company founded by Hunter Biden, and several associates that purchased, excuse me, that pursued business deals in Russia, Romania, Ukraine, and China, could potentially be summoned to testify if Republicans take control of Congress in the 2022 midterm elections. And while the president has said he is not, he was not involved in any "quote unquote" of his son's business dealings, Republicans point out that Swearingen visited the White House and other officials 27 times during the Obama administration when Biden served as the vice president. 27 times you have meetings at the White House with top level staffs while you're the vice president's son's business partner. Connect the dots. It ain't hard, folks. Reports also show that emails found on the laptop indicate that Swearing was involved in not only Hunter Biden's finances, but also the Biden clans. The emails show that Swearing moving money on behalf of the son and father, including receiving Joe Biden's Delaware tax refund check. Let me say that again. This is the, some of the most damning evidence to date that Joe Biden is the kingpin of the Biden crime family. These emails now show that Swearing was moving money. This is the business partner of Hunter Biden on behalf of the son and the father. So he's doing this on behalf of Hunter Biden and on behalf of the vice president at the time, Joe Biden, including receiving Joe Biden's Delaware tax refund check. Quote, he did financial stuff for the family. But that really is all I know. Margaret Campbell, a former special assistant to Jill Biden, previously told the Post, quote, in April. The 53-year-old, who has three daughters with Hunter Biden, admitted in an interview on Tuesday that she gave her ex complete control over the family's finances. Trust me, a lawyer told her to say that. 
Quote, it was one of the hard parts for me to write and acknowledge, she said in that ABC Good Morning America interview. It's embarrassing to say that I succeeded all financial control to my husband. A lawyer wrote that, folks. She didn't say that. No one talks this way. Seceded all financial control to my husband. That's a cover your AWS statement if I've ever seen one. I like the nice things, right? Just play the dumb, battered wife, the idiot wife, the stupid wife. That's what she's doing here. And I didn't want to think about the cost at which they were coming, she says. She also said she would not testify against Hunter Biden if he ends up criminally charged. No, I have buried my head in the sand, she said. I really hope that's a lesson that women here understand your finances, take responsibility for them. But she's not taking responsibility for her own actions, and she will not testify against Hunter Biden, probably because she knows that if she did, she would lose a lot, too. Now, I go back to this key part of what we now know. We now know for a fact that the Rosemont Seneca partner, Eric Swearin, was doing business and moving money around for Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. You cannot tell me the two were not involved in the Biden crime family. Now, this goes back to the Hill reporting on their TV show, The Rising, with a headline up at the bottom, Hunter Biden frequently covered family expenses, text reveal. They're just acting like this is now the first time they've ever heard this. It's not, but now the mainstream media is having to cover it. The weekend, we learned that Hunter's lucrative business dealings often included giving as much as 50% of his earnings to his dad, President Joe Biden, according to text messages on the old laptop. The text read, quote, I hope you all can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. Hunter allegedly said to his daughter Naomi in 2019, quote, it's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half your salary. Pop is in reference to the president. Pop is in reference to the president. So there it is, right? Pop is in reference to the president. Now, I look at this and what I see right now is a media that's trying to figure out what to do. This is part of the reason why some in the media right now, what they are actually trying to do is figure out how to get rid of Joe Biden. I think they understand they can't uh, rehabilitate him. I think they realize that Joe Biden is a cancer. I think they realize that Joe Biden uh, is an individual that is solely now a liability, not an asset. Don Lemon, and you got to understand why he's doing this. He realizes, I think, that the Democrats are going to want to get rid of Biden. I think he also loves the idea of having Kamala Harris become the vice president. I've said this before. He's not doing us any favors. You got to understand his motives are different than our motives. But now he, a hardcore, I mean, a hardcore radical lefty at CNN is now asking questions of this White House about the president's cognitive decline and his fitness to be the president, not just now, but in 2024, certainly with a reelection. Once the Democrats find you useless, they will treat you that way every time. And that's now what we're witnessing. The Democratic Party is understanding that Joe Biden is not their guy and Joe Biden is a disaster. And that's exactly what Don Lemon at CNN has figured out now. So now he's like, all right, how do we move away and move away from him quickly? Because he's hurting us 
right now, the party. He's hurting the idea of socialism and communism, and they're afraid of a massive Republican gain in the midterm election. So listen to Don Lemon talk about Biden's fitness and acting like he's a hero or a truth seeker. This is the same guy that pushed the Russian collusion hoax for years, knowing it was a lie. Okay, that's the same guy. That's the same guy that overlooked the, the Hunter Biden laptop story and refused to talk about it. But then he claims, oh, I'm a journalist and I do journalistic things, ask journalistic questions when he refused to report on the Hunter Biden laptop before the midterm elections. But now he wants you to believe he's some sort of just non-biased journalism when he's a hardcore liberal. Don, you had an interview with the White House press secretary two nights ago that is still making news this morning. People are still talking about it because, first of all, it was a terrific interview on a wide range of subjects. But you asked about reports that are now coming out. There was a New York Times story. You're hearing it from other Democrats as well who are asking questions about whether President Biden, these are Democrats asking questions about whether President Biden should be the nominee in 2024. I want to play an exchange. Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally, do you think, to continue on even after 2024? Don, you're asking me this question. Oh, my gosh. He's the president of the United States. You know, it, he I can't even keep up with it. We just got back from New Mexico. We just got back um, from California. Uh, that is I, I, I that is not a question that we should be even asking. What do you think of her response, Don? Um. Of course, we should be asking that question. First of all, I'm a journalist. That's my job is to ask questions. And as the person who represents the administration and the president, it's her job to answer those questions. I would not be doing. By, by the way, here's my question for this Don Lemon. Now I'm all of a sudden a journalist and not a, a left wing hack. Why didn't you guys ask these questions when it was clear that he was having cognitive decline when he was running for president? Why didn't you ask these questions when he couldn't put coherent sentences together and would lose his train of thought on the campaign trail? Why is it that you didn't ask these questions when he refused to answer questions of the media because clearly they were trying to protect him from himself? Why didn't you ask these questions when he was having significant gaffed after gaffed after gaffed on the campaign trail, even while they were isolating him and protecting him from the public eye? You didn't do it then. You want to know why? Because you're a hack. And you knew that if you asked questions then, that it would expose Joe Biden for exactly what he is. An older man that is having a significant cognitive decline. That's the only reason why you didn't ask those questions then. But now it's politically expedient for you to ask those questions. Because you want to get rid of Joe Biden because now you see that he is a liability. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets 
which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to four, that's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to fourpatriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So if you're the White House right now, you've got not just one, but two problems. You've got the problem with inflation. You've got the problem with your son. You've got the problem in general with the economy. I guess it's three things. And now you have a bigger problem, number four, which is now Democrats are starting to abandon you because they realize that there's no way to rehabilitate Joe Biden. And that's why the strategy of the White House now is to point the finger at gas and oil producers or refiners and say, how dare you make money off oil while Americans are hurting instead of, and if you look at the response from these oil companies, their response was brilliant. Here's 10 things you can do right now to help the American people. Don't point the finger at us and say we're making too much money. 
you're the one that's put us in this situation because of your policies. And the way they responded is exactly how they should have responded. Now, there is also another thing that I mentioned earlier the Democrats are doing, and I want to dive into this more because I, I do think we need to be careful uh, before we ask for, quote, relief from the high gas prices by doing basically shenanigans that don't make the real relief. This new shenanigan that Democrats are demanding all over the country, especially in conservative states, is that the governors give a moratorium on the tax and the state tax and the gallon of gasoline. My home state of Tennessee, uh, U.S. Senator Bill Haggerty is going to join us now to talk about this because in Tennessee you have the governor that's got a lot of pressure on him now from Democrats who've started this, and this is going to happen all over the country, where they're demanding the governor get rid of the state's tax on every gallon of gas. Now, they're doing this solely to lower the price of gas artificially because the actual price of gas does not lower when you take away the tax. So you get bad roads because of this decision, and you give the Democrats a bailout ahead of the midterms by artificially lowering the price of gas. So I want to get your take on on really what we're dealing with the gas prices in this country, and, and now people are trying to do quick fixes with what I would refer to as is is really it's it's not even a fix it's just it's it's trying to get some relief and and make people not be angry for 90 days well it's, it's obviously um they're, they're looking at the same poll numbers that i am ben and joe biden is being eaten alive in the polls number one cause of uh people's frustration with him is frustration over inflation and the number one cause of the inflation is what's happening at the gas tank at, you know at the gas station today um this is just a, a another temporary fix, so to speak, a gimmick. It's just like what they've done with respect to depleting the strategic petroleum reserve. They're releasing, you know, they're releasing the uh, strategic petroleum reserve right now as well. It's not making a difference. It's not making a dent in the overall problem, but they're, again, trying to show that they're, quote, doing something. Uh, I think this would be similar with respect to um, depleting the reserves for uh, fixing our roads and highways. And in fact, I think the Biden administration would like to see our roads and highways crumble. That would, uh, in their view, decrease demand for vehicles. It's um, a, a Pollyannish view. The only way I would do something like this is, is, is we're, we're a down payment on a real fix, which means they would announce today that all of their policies that have been anti-oil and gas um, would go away, that they're going to get back to supporting the oil and gas business here in America, that we're going to become energy independent again, the way we were under President Trump. And that means they would announce the Keystone XO pipeline is back in business that they would get out of the Paris Climate Accord, that they would reopen uh, you know, the, the onshore and offshore federal lands for leasing, the million-acre deal that they killed up in Alaska, that would be, be back on. The permits that we need for oil pipelines, those would be, those would be granted. They would uh, come back and, and undo what they've done with our refinery capacity. If you can believe this, Ben, half of the refineries in America are, are, deemed, are designated small refineries, and the Trump administration had given them an exemption to operate, um, under, you know, from, from some of these federal mandates and rules back in 2018. The Biden administration has reached back and retroactively uh, undone those exemptions and put billions of dollars of fines on these refineries. I was talking to one of the refinery owners last week. They're just going to let their refinery go bankrupt. They've got to reverse all of these policies, reverse their war on energy, kick John Kerry out of uh, Washington, D.C., and then maybe a strategy like this would begin to make sense. Otherwise, it looks to me just like an election year gimmick.
You mentioned election year gimmick, and that's the worry is if you do, let's say, drop this state tax, you know, for, it, it, for three months and they do it in August, that clearly takes you up to the midterm elections. Uh, that 37 cents is, is artificially decreasing the price of gas. It's going to come right back after the midterms. And, and that's my concern here is that you give Democrats an easier chance to survive, but the policy is still going to be there the day after the election. And, and I, from an elected official's perspective, you're in a tough spot. You know people are hurting. You know that families are hurting. Uh, I, I, I Last night, I filled up my four-door car, and it was, uh, I, I posted this on social media because it was actually, it, it was infuriating. $113.58 for 24 gallons of gas. This is unsustainable, and it's destroying the pocketbooks of everyday Americans, hardworking Americans. There was a guy that was on the other side of the pump when I was filling up my car. He had one of those white vans as a as a guy that goes around and fixes washing machines and dishwashers and, and household yep. appliances. He says, I'm spending over a hundred dollars a day on gas and I'm charging more than ever, but making less than I've ever made before because over three thousand dollars a month is going into his gas tank. That is unsustainable, just as you say, Ben. Uh, this whole Green New Deal policy is unsustainable for America. They're living in an alternate universe, and Joe Biden will not come back to reality. He's never had a real job. He's been involved in government service his entire life, or, you know, his son Hunter has been taking care of him, but he's never had a real job. And you've got a guy that's just completely detached from reality, and the pain that this is causing uh, everyday Americans, those of us that have to drive to our job, uh, is, is enormous. And you've got people that you know, have been installed here in Washington that are theologians, for lack of a better word. They have no practical context of what they're doing, but their determination is to force us off of the combustion engine, kill the oil and gas industry, and somehow, magically, that's going to make alternate energy sources uh, appear here in America. Those alternate energy sources have to be purchased from China. That's where the windmills and the solar panels come from. The electronic vehicles need batteries whose componentry all come from China. Uh, they're just turning around and making us yet again dependent on a nation that doesn't have our best interest at heart. That's their goal. That's their aim. It's failing. And it's failing right before their very eyes. And again, what you're hearing and seeing is desperation now, gimmicky moves, that sort of thing. But it's not going to fix the problem in the long term. Let's talk about the president's trip to Saudi Arabia and, and what's going to happen there. You know, the president's clearly looking in this trip for a bailout. Um, he's trying to get them to fix his problem short term. Uh, do you have any confidence at all that this White House, um, I, I, I would normally ask you this question, could fix this problem. But, Senator, I don't believe that they're trying to fix the problem. I think they know they created this problem. They wanted this problem to happen. They don't look at gas prices as a problem. They don't look at inflation as a problem. They don't look at any of what's happening right now as a problem. They look as an opportunity to, to get us that much closer to socialism and communism because when the people are weak, the Democratic Party is strong. Yeah, they're trying to change some things quickly before the midterms, but this idea that he's going to fly over there and basically beg for more oil production, that's only to get them through November. It's not a long-term plan for them. They don't want there to be a massive influx of oil and gas. They want you to be forced into green alternative energy. And that's what I keep trying to tell people is what's happening right now in our economy and with prices is something that they designed. It's not an accident. They didn't screw this up. This is being done deliberately on purpose to weaken and hurt the American people. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Ben. And all you have to do is listen to what John Kerry says, as painful as it is. Um, John Kerry stayed right on point. He was concerned that the war in Ukraine would distract from 
you know, his, his thrust toward getting us into a green economy. Uh, he said that we should not do any of the things that people have been pleading for um, in terms of getting back in the oil and gas business because that's going to distract from getting his green utopia in place. They are, again, living in an alternate universe. John Kerry is, is like Marie Antoinette in many respects. Love the meat cake. Uh, he wants everybody in a green vehicle. He wants everybody uh, living in a home that's dependent on unreliable alternate energy. Meanwhile, he jets around in his uh, private, you know, his private airplane. Uh, it really is just um, it's just a shame that we've allowed these people and in, in, put in these positions. Uh, they also want power, just as you said, so they will do anything necessary between now and November. But their long term goal, I think it is intentional. The trip to Saudi Arabia, I think, is going to be just another embarrassment for America. Uh, Joe Biden criticized and campaigned against the Saudis uh, in his campaign. Uh, he specifically called out MBS, their leader. And, um, you know, called him a human rights abuser. They talked about this Khashoggi guy that's been a, 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 an issue of, of concern. And when the first time came, um, Biden reached out to try to get a call to Khashoggi, try to get a call to the UAE. The Saudis in the UAE would not even return his phone call. So this trip is uh, an apology to her, like uh, the, the ones that Obama made. Biden is going to go over and apologize to kiss the ring to kneel. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm sure it'll be embarrassing for America. And you're right. He's going to plead for some sort of short-term break that they can deliver. But meanwhile, he is demonizing and trying to torture oil companies here in America. I don't know, Ben, if you saw the letter that Biden sent to the CEOs of oil companies yesterday blaming them for the fact that they aren't investing uh, anymore in the oil and gas business. But if you think about it, it's a 10-year investment they've got to make. And every signal that's coming from this administration is that they're going to kill the return on investment. So Biden, again, is looking for scapegoats, uh, but not taking any responsibility. When, when you talk about the, the president attacking these CEOs, they know that this is total BS, yet they want you to believe uh, early on. They've said this over and over again. Even the White House top economic advisor was out on TV Monday morning saying, well, I know that there's pain at the pump, but this is Putin's fault. Do you believe the American people are buying into this line of rhetoric? And now they're saying, okay, that's not working. So we're going to now blame the CEOs. You just mentioned that letter that was put out there. I mean, th this is a point the finger and turn Putin into the boogeyman. If that doesn't work, we'll turn the oil executives into the boogeyman. Don't blame the Democratic Party. And yet, at the same time this is happening, he's still not renewing leases for oil and gas drilling in America. A major lease just got uh, was up for renewal, and they said no to it uh, just, what, three days ago? Yeah. It, you, you've got to look past their rhetoric and look at what they're actually doing. And they are consistently working down the path to kill all the leases and to destroy the oil and gas industry here in America. And then they try to throw out these red herrings, these distractions, whether it's Putin's price hike or, again, the most recent one is attacking the CEOs of oil companies here in America. Um, but, you know, they're just acknowledging that, that they are not acknowledging the basic fact, and it's Joe Biden's fault. The American public is not buying this. And it turns out that if oil companies can't make further investments in their infrastructure, they don't have that expenditure to make when they get cash back from the pump it will make their profits artificially increase, right? Because they don't have the expenditures that they normally make. Those aren't those expenditures aren't being made. That doesn't make them guilty of price gouging. What it is is the fact that there's no opportunity for them to reinvest in their business. So what do they do? They'll dividend it back to their, their customers. They'll buy their own shares back. But they're being given very few alternatives because reinvestment in their industry is being killed by the Biden administration because Biden is making certain they have nothing to reinvest in. Lastly, let me ask you about the midterms coming up. I, I worry that Republicans can screw this up. 
Uh, I see what's happened with this uh, recent vote that Republicans went along with on gun control. Uh, They called it gun safety measures. Uh, We saw this, quote, bipartisan work that was being done. I worry we're screwing it up with the January 6th committee, uh, just allowing them to, 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 I mean, a lot of Republicans don't seem to be really fighting back on this misinformation, the lies that's being put out there. What is the Achilles heel going to be for Republicans in Congress come these midterms, because it's going to be very important that we have a big victory, for especially for guys like you, so you have the votes to actually get stuff done. Well, we've got to get control back of the Senate and the House. We're a 50-50 Senate right now. Uh, it's, extremely, um, it, it's extremely challenging because Chuck Schumer has controlled the Senate thanks to the fact that they've got the vice presidency. And if we get this turned around, we'll finally be able to hold this administration into account. Right now, they control the agenda. We can't call these uh, administrators of these departments in and hold them accountable. This will change uh, once we take control. But it's going to require us to stay on focus and to stay on target. And I think the Democrats will do everything in their power to take us off target. And they're going to be trying to distract America from the real issues. You know, the real issues are what they've done in energy, what they've done with inflation, the huge embarrassment that they created in Afghanistan, the destabilization of our entire country by collapsing our southern border. You look at what's uh, happening in China, in North Korea. Iran, Russia, and Ukraine, this would have never happened under President Trump. It would have never happened except for the feckless management of Joe Biden. And we've got to stay on target with that. They're going to try the January 6th. They're going to relitigate that over and over again until the cows come home. And the media, I guess, is going to comply with this, even though the public aren't interested. Uh, They'll continue to try to make Trump the enemy, even though he's been out of office since, um, you you know, almost two years now. They're going to be focused on that. They're going to be focused on what comes out of the Dobbs decision in the Supreme Court. They'll be focused on guns or anything else that comes up to try to distract the American public from the disaster that's been created by this administration. We've just got to stay on point. Um, we've got to prove and disprove um, the, the, the nature of this, uh, you know, this distraction. And we've got to remind the American people that the Republican Party is for secure borders. We, we, we're for you know, secure communities and, and doing away with crime in our communities. We want to stomp out fentanyl that's flowing across the border. We want to make our country and our nation strong again. And we want to get back into the energy business in a way that will make us not only stronger here at home, but will make a better partner to our allies abroad where we can actually become a net exporter of LNG as we were doing under President Trump's administration. Last question for you. If Republicans gain control, should there be an open investigation to Hunter Biden? Uh, We saw his wife, his ex-wife of 24 years come out. She clearly was coached by lawyers on what to say. One of the things that she said uh, that was pretty clear is that uh, she said, oh, I knew nothing about our financial situation, our money. I was completely, uh, you know, away from all of that, trying to obviously cover her rear end. Will Republicans move forward on that? I think they should, but will they? Uh, the appetite is definitely there in the United States Senate. Uh, I've talked to Ron Johnson about this. You remember Tony Bobulinski was ready to come forward. And suddenly uh, the, uh, you know, the intelligence community makes that disappear. Uh, I think everybody wants to get to the bottom of this. The evidence is so damning. And, you know, you saw the New York Times and all of the establishment media come after the uh, New York Post and crush the story in October ahead of the 2020 elections. And then suddenly turn around a few months ago and say, well, in fact, the laptop was true. Well, the information they're pulling from this laptop is incredibly damning. It reveals the Biden family's ties to Russia, to Ukraine, to China. The denomination uh, of, of funds that have been flown in the millions of dollars 
uh, Joe Biden specifically asking about, you know, his cut, the big guy who gets 10 percent, you know, how is he going to be taken care of? Um, You've seen Joe Joe Biden, when he was vice president, uh, entertaining Hunter Biden's business partners and associates at the White House. It looks like they're conducting business from the White House. Uh, This is corruption at the highest level. Uh, the, The dollars are massive. And I think we're going to have to get to the bottom of it. And it's going to require Republican control to do it. Senator, I appreciate your time as always. You've got a lot of battles to fight, and it's going to get a lot easier if we have a big wave of conservative uh, victories come the midterm election. So thanks for your time as always, sir. Good to talk Thank to you. you. We'll have you back again. All right. Obviously, we'll be back here tomorrow. And make sure you hit the auto download button or subscribe button so you get this podcast every day for free. And please help us. By writing us a five-star review, when you do, it allows us to reach so many more people on the podcasting charts. Many people decide what they're going to try to listen to uh, based on rankings. So if you'll write us a review, it would help us tremendously. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, he was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.